Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Talking golf, it's what we do here every Sunday on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenoff from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open. Thanks for joining us and making what we do a part of your sports weekend. Well, big show for you today. It's been a common agreement in golf over the last 20 to 25 years or so that with the advances in technology and fitness, Everyone, especially on the Pro Tours, hits the ball longer, hits it farther. 300-plus drives, 300-yard-plus drives, pretty common, both at Augusta National and on your local Muni. On the PGA Tour, guys are driving the green on 400-yard par fours. Well, the USGA and the RNA got together and published their annual review recently of driving distance. They looked at seven major Pro Tours worldwide, and guess what? Not a big increase. In some cases, actual driving distances declined. That's raised a few eyebrows, and we'll sort it all out today on TD Green with John Spitzer of the USGA, one of our guests. The U.S. has a new Ryder Cup captain. Jim Furyk will take over the reins for the 2018 Ryder Cup that'll take place in France. The Americans will defend the Cup after their somewhat surprising win over the Europeans this past fall, and Team Europe isn't taking that loss lying down. The Euros are gunning to get the Cup back, and they've made some changes to their selection process and how they will choose their team. We'll sort all of that out today with our Ryder Cup guy, T.J. O'Claire from PGA.com, joining us. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. And if you miss anything from today's show or future shows, find it on iHeartRadio Talk, your favorite shows and personalities your way, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up with John Spitzer of the USGA as we continue worldwide on American Forces Radio and coast-to-coast on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. 
This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. The show by golfers, for golfers, and your number one source for golf news and entertainment on the radio. It is Tita Green, Jay Ritchie, and Jerry Butenoff back together again and coming to you from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. The 2018 U.S. Open coming to the Broadmoor June 25th through July 1st of next year, 2018. The countdown continues, Jerry, just 483 days away. Make sure you say Senior Open. Senior Open. Yeah. Did I say Senior <laughs> you, Open? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Just, uh, senior yeah. Open. Yeah, the older guys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it'll be fun. Uh, completely different crowd uh, for the most part than we had playing seven years ago 2008 in 2000 uh, yeah or well almost it'll be 10 years uh yeah so uh, a lot of the younger guys uh that uh, will be 50 now or have turned 50 and uh so it'll be fun it's all part of a big centennial celebration here at the broadmoor next year 2018 the broadmoor will be 100 years old and then in 2019 uh, pebble beach will be 100 years old and they'll be hosting the u.s open for their 100th anniversary out there so couple of fun anniversary golf events coming up here in the States. And that's the U.S. Open. Not that the is US the U.S. Open. Okay. So I make the regular sure. one that they play there once a decade or so anyway. Yes. Coming up later in the hour, we're going to talk Ryder Cup. The U.S. has a new captain, Jim Furyk, taking over for Davis Love III. And Britain has changed, uh, Britain, uh, the Europeans have changed their selection process. Much like the U.S. retooled its selection process a couple of years ago, that paid 
huge dividends for the American team last fall when they won the Cup back. And we're going to talk to T.J. O'Claire from PGA.com about that later in the hour here today on Tee to Green. Right now, from the USGA, John Spitzer is on the Tee to Green guest line. The USGA and the RNA recently published their research on driving distance in golf and the results raising a few eyebrows around the golfing world. We're going to talk to John Spitzer about that right now. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Uh, hi. Thanks for having me on. Great. This uh, this driving distance in golf review, it's something you guys do, what, annually, every couple of years? How often do you do it? Well, it's annual, but it. That, that's the plan, but the first one came out June of last year because it, it took us a while to get all our ducks in a row, and then we decided that we'll put it out annually right around the beginning of the year from now on. And what's the whole point behind publishing this and getting this information out there? Well, you know what happens is oftentimes people think of the USG as a bunch of old guys with blue blazers covered with dandruff on the shoulders and that we don't do anything to actually protect the game or use any science or statistics. And, and so there's a multiple reasons for doing this. First, we want to say, hey, that's not the truth. What we do is we constantly monitor the situation on, on all the tours as well as recreational golfers, the health of the game. And also we have science engineers that follow this. And if we find something that that looks like it could be a uh, danger to the game, protect our job is to protect the integrity and the challenge of the game. So we would act on that based on good science and sound facts. By the way, Jerry's on the floor after your description there of the guys <laughs> with blue blazers and dandruff on their shoulders. <laughs> I'd never heard that one before. So that, uh, that's pretty that good. was not my perception, by the way, John. Just, just going to say. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> so what, what is your role in all this? I'm the managing director of equipment standards. So I head up a staff of about 20 people, and we're in charge of uh, all the testing of clubs and balls for conformance, as well as uh, submissions of things like tees and hats and shoes and gloves and those kind of things. And when we look at making rules for the equipment, the, the implements you use to play the game, we want to make sure that its skill is the dominating force. And so we use these statistics, especially on the tours, because it's like having, you know, 156 iron binds on playing a game of golf every weekend. So we use those to guide our decisions. Are you at a Far Hills there in New Jersey? Yep. We're right in the back. We, we're in the back. We have a test range and a, uh, about a 17,000-square-foot test center uh, with lots of sophisticated equipment. Nobody expects to see this kind of thing in the woods of New Jersey. Yeah, I was there about ten years ago and saw the saw that that range and and the, the Iron Byrons and things like that. It's pretty cool. And uh, you guys have you guys have a very important job, and I'm sure it changes. Uh, it's not the same every day or every week, is it? No, that's and that's exactly right. That's an important thing to to note too. Thank you for for bringing that up because you know if you look at the history of the game, we don't use the long nose woods that old Tom Morris uses. We don't use persimmon woods anymore. So while we do think it's important that there is some tradition that we preserve that, we're not going to keep it back in the in the dark ages with hickory shafts and long nose clubs. So it changes from day to day. And, you know, the manufacturers are really, really talented. They have really good people. They have a much larger workforce and research staff than we do. So it's difficult for us to, to necessarily have a crystal ball to see what's being invented. And, and so we are oftentimes playing catch-up, but we do the best we can. 
John, uh, looking at some of the numbers, and we can start going over into some of these a little bit here. Over the last dozen years, let's say, uh, the increase in, in uh, distance that the tour pros are hitting the ball has sort of leveled off or stagnated. Uh, did that surprise you, and do you think that's surprising to a lot of people that are going to be uh, hearing this? Well, I think it's surprising to a lot of people, and that goes back to the opening uh, remarks where you said it raised a lot of eyebrows. So I think there's a lot of people that don't believe that based on what they see on TV, which oftentimes is uh, shows the, the longest hitters and whatnot. It doesn't really surprise me if you look at the very first graphs in the uh, in the paper. You know, they, they we break out one of the graphs shows where the the major uh, innovations occurred in golf, with for instance the titanium woods, and then the solid golf ball transitioning from the liquid uh, wound ball, and then uh, the other graph shows where there was rules put in, and there was a, a time right around 2000 and and shortly after there where we put in rules on the spring-like effect of drivers. We, we updated our tests for the golf ball. We put in limits on the moment of inertia, the, the size of the club head. So we built a lot of fences around current technology. So it doesn't surprise me. I'm actually quite, uh, quite gratified that those fences seem to be holding right now. I think we're in a pretty good shape as far as where the game is. Yeah, the moment of inertia, the MOI. Boy, we haven't heard that term in a while, but it pops up every now and then here on T to right. so so you guys part part of what you're doing is you you with all the new, new technology and uh, and the, the fitness craze and everything that's going on in golf you know the potential is out there i guess for for players to to hit the ball four five six hundred yards but golf doesn't want that and that's part of your responsibility is to kind of hold some of the technology back well, I think that, that, you know, we don't want to limit the human skill. I mean, you can look at the four-minute mile or the uh, Michael Phelps was swimming, and they're always constantly breaking world records, and we're not trying to stifle uh, the ability of the golfer himself. I think that, uh, you know, that's very, very important to us, so we keep an eye on that. But, but golf is played on outdoor facilities, many of which are at the limit of where they can go for distance. So we have to make sure that, you know, since we have limited facilities and the acreage of those is also limited, we have to keep the equipment to stay within the playing grounds that we can test this sport. You tested uh, data, or you looked at data, from seven of the major professional golf tours. Uh, what, what are the seven? Uh, we went to the uh, PGA Tour, the PGA Tour Champions, which they call it now, the Web.com, the European Tour, uh, Japan Tour, and then we have the Ladies um, Professional Golf Association of America and the LET, which is the Ladies European Tour. And so we look at all of those, and they're quite a, 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 disparate, a disparate group. One of the things that, you know, it's important is that we make rules not just for the PGA Tour, the best players in the world. We make them for everyone, including amateurs. And one of the, the things that helps guide us, we believe that if there's an, an equipment issue that really has changed the face of the game, we're likely to see it across all tours. And you can see that in that first graph when the solid golf ball became so popular. All the tours, it was reflected, its effect was reflected across all those tours. Yeah, 285,000 drives per year is what the, the data was, was taken from, from seven major professional golf tours around the world. 
data from studies of male and female amateur golfers was also included for the first time. So there's a lot to look at here in this annual review. And, John, if you've got time, we'd like to keep you around for the second segment, and we'll get into some of that, okay? Perfect. All right, that's John Spitzer. He's with the United States Golf Association, the USGA, and the RNA recently published research on driving distances in golf. And that's what we're looking at today with John here on T to Green. Jay and Jerry, we're at the Broadmoor. Scott Cuddy's in master control out in San Francisco. And we're back with T to Green right after this. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you.
destination listening for dedicated golfers. Tee to Green, we're live and in real time on the Internet at sportsbyline.com. This show repeats every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time at sportsbyline.com. Get there through our website, tdgreenradio.com. Visit us on Facebook and like us on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter as well at sports at, at sports byline. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butinoff, and we're talking golf today with John Spitzer of the USGA, the USGA, and the RNA continuing to monitor equipment technology's effect on the game of golf. And one of the ways they do that is to research driving distance in golf. They put out their latest annual review, and uh, one of the things they found between the 2003 and the end of last season Average driving distance on five of the seven tours they looked at increased 1.2%, or about two-tenths of a yard per year. During that same period, average driving distance on other the other two tours actually decreased by 1.5%. As we said earlier, that report is raising a few eyebrows. John, what, what two tours uh, did the driving distance actually decrease on? Well, I don't have the data right in front of me because I'm driving. I apologize for that. I believe it was uh, the Japan tour might have gone down, and I think the Ladies European tour went down also. Uh, it's it's not unusual to see fluctuations in these things as you have players come on and go off based on their overall skill to, to maintain their tour card. Right. John, uh, for the first time, you included studies from amateur golfers, too. How did you do that? Did you show up at charity events, or, or how was your selection process there? That, that's actually the data was collected by the RNA over in Scotland. And what they've done, they've been doing this for many, many years, and they have a handful of clubs across the U.K. that they go to uh, at a time when they're having one of their club championships, and they'll just measure the actual drive distances using lasers, just like you would on the PGA Tour, and they do a little interview with the players to say, what's your handicap, and so that they can collect this data. It's about, um, you know, on any given event, they might get a few hundred, but they get about 1,500, a couple thousand each each year for that. The research on driving distance in golf uh, report, uh, when's the next one coming out? Is it going to be next, the first of the year, or about the same time next year? Yeah, it'll be about the same time next year. I'd expect it to be out probably mid-January, maybe a little bit before the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, about the same time. It'll include the updates from the 2017 year for all the tours and amateur data. Besides looking at just distance, what do you look at things like club head speed and launch angle, stuff like that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what happens is that, unfortunately, we're limited on that from the standpoint the PGA Tour is just so much more aggressive in collecting data than the other tours. They have what's called a TrackMan radar. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, and maybe yeah, not right. all of your listeners. Yeah. And they'll have it on the uh, on a number of holes during an event, and they'll collect those launch conditions of the PGA Tour players, and those are published on their website. We certainly monitor those because when we test golf balls for conformance, uh, the test conditions, the launch angle that we use, the spin that we use, and the club head speed are, are representative of how those best players hit it. John, have you done anything uh, with uh, irons also? For example, uh, you know, the difference between, uh, you know, the distance that someone hits a six iron now from 15 years ago. Do you go into that also? No, I wish we had that data. That would be really valuable. About the only thing that we've done comprehensively with irons 
is a study that we did um, a few years ago when the, we had the back-to-back opens at Pinehurst. The U.S. Women's Open and U.S. Open were back-to-back. And we, at the time, uh, we paid all the caddies to mark down how far their approach shots were, what club the, the player was using. And we did that for all the men during the practice rounds and the actual competition rounds of the U.S. Open. And then we did it for the women during the practice rounds and the competition. But after we found the practice round data, we were able to use the men's data to try to set the course up so that it played exactly for the women like it did for the men. The same bunkers were in the play. They were using approximately the same irons. And so we have a really good distribution from that one uh, year with tons of data on how far the the best players, both men and women, hit their irons. But that's about all we have. It's a snapshot at one event. Yeah. So the perception that uh, everybody hits the ball farther these days doesn't match up with the reality of the research that you've done. Why do you think that is? Well, I think a lot of that deals with the fact that, you know, they, they love to show the bombers on TV, and quite honestly, you know, I, I'm with it too because it's an amazing feat of uh, of athleticism. Everybody likes to see the bombers. They follow around Dustin Johnson and and Bubba and, and J.B. Holmes because it's just amazing how far these people can hit the ball. And that's why the Long Drive Association can carry on their own event because it's so popular to see people hit a golf ball that far. I think that it's that, and like I said, the TV stuff. We're going to actually start a little study today, with, not today, this weekend, or, or I'm mean, sorry, this summer, with some interns to have them actually watch TV, record who they're showing, and then compare it to uh, where they fit in the big scheme of things. Are we showing all the big bombers on TV? And that maybe give the idea that, that those represent everybody on the tour. So it's one of the things that we'll just try to get some data and become a little more educated in. Yeah. So in the in the big picture of things, you've got all this data now in front of you. What do you do with it to, as we said earlier, monitor the, the effect of the game on driving distance? So what we'll do is, you know, it's, it's growing up uh, about, as you said, about two-tenths of a foot. I mean, two-tenths of a yard a year, about a foot a year. Now you look at that. We examine both chronic and acute changes. So when the Pro V1 and Pro V1X came on on the tour and became so popular, you saw jumps in the driving distance of six or so yards in a in a single year. Uh, but there's also chronic creep where you have, you know, if, if we're going up a foot a year in in 20 years, that's seven yards. So at some point, Based on what we have as far as our venues and golf courses, there's not going to be enough room for everybody to keep moving back. There may be the need to develop some sort of uh, of a rollback or some sort of a, a limitation, a further limitation on equipment. Now, mind you, there is no discussion of that now, but it's one of those things that we keep an eye on. And if we ever do decide that that has to be done, it would involve the discussions of should we bifurcate, should we have separate rules for recreational and professional players. So this is really just like going to your doctor for a checkup. We're going to go and have our regular annual physical, see how we are, make sure we're healthy. If we need to lose some weight down the, the long run, then, then we'll, we'll address that when we get to it. Makes sense. John Spitzer with the United States Golf Association. John, if people want to uh, look at the re- results of this study and get do more research on it on their own, uh, how can they get some of these numbers? 
Uh, they can go. The whole report's available on our website at usga.org. Uh, and in fact, I'd encourage everyone to go and look at it. And we welcome your opinions. You know, part of the reason you asked me first, uh, right at the top of the show, why we did it, and one of it is so that we can have this healthy debate. As you said, it raised some eyebrows. There are some people who believe that, you know, we're way, way past due and rolling back the golf ball. Some people say, hey, it's perfect as it is now. It would be nice to have those discussions, and we all pointed to the same data and, and analyzed it our own way and, and then had healthy discussions. So I'd encourage your listeners to go and, and look at that, and if you've got some feelings, let us know. We're, we're happy to hear them. All right, sounds good. That's John Spitzer with the United States Golf Association. John, drive carefully out there, and thanks for taking the time to stay with us a little extra today to talk about the research on driving distance and golf review just out from the USGA and the RNA. John Spitzer, John, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Nice talking with you. Say hi to everyone at Far Hills for us, too, from T to Green. Uh, USGA.org is the website for more information there as well. The USGA and the RNA, that's the Royal and Ancient. They're the two major governing bodies uh, in the world of golf. The USGA, of course, here in America. The RNA, pretty much the rest of the world. And uh, part of their job is to continue to monitor uh, technology's effect on the game, and that's part of the reason why they put together this research study. It's also available at the RNA website, which is R&A, all spelled out, rna.org. And uh, they, of course, if anyone wants to go on there, about, you can learn a lot about uh, the history of golf, and they've always got stuff up there on their website. Interesting that, that what he said, you know, once the uh, ball changed a lot uh, from the wound cores and everything to a solid ball, you know, there was this big increase in, in driving distance, you know, 25, 20 years ago or something like that. And that's where the, some of the older golf courses, you know, came into trouble, you know, containing, containing the advancements, if you will. Now that has sort of stagnated or leveled off. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing something now where, um, you know, uh, this report goes back to some data they collected in 2003. So basically, in the last 13 years, driving distances increased three yards on the major tours. Yeah, which isn't much. Not, no, you would, no. you would, you would, you would think. And we yeah. talked about the perception being everybody's really hitting it a lot farther these days. Well, the data says that is not the case. Although some of the some of the really really longer hitters maybe are, but but everybody else is kind of. You know, locked in there. Yeah. The 10 longest players in, in one group are 7% longer than average, while the 10 shortest players in one group are 6% shorter than average. So it kind of all and that, balances And that out. equates to maybe about 21 yards max from your top guys to the average. The so. study there at USGA.org for more information. TJ O'Claire standing by. He's our Ryder, Ryder Cup guy. We're going to talk Ryder Cup with TJ next here on Tee to Green. Stay with us. I'm Eric Newton with your Match.com Together Minute. One of the dirty secrets about our legal system is that the crazy and the stubborn often win cases. And this is because it's usually just not worth the cost of winning a long fight with a crazy person. This applies in personal relationships as well. If you want to win in the short term, just out-crazy the person you're talking to. But be careful. The costs always get paid. In the relationship context, the cost is the relationship itself. Nobody wants to be in a relationship with somebody that fights like that. It's irrational. A healthy relationship requires work at the give and the take, 
not dogmatic insistence on being right. Winning by being crazy isn't winning at all. Take it from me, a former divorce lawyer, practice losing sometimes. It's actually good for your relationship. I'm Eric Newton with your Match.com Together Minute. To learn more about our podcast, visit our website, www.together.show. One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates, too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together, and for a limited time, you can try match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on match. So go ahead, create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hi, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club, and today I want to talk to you about natural elements that inhibit shot success. And what I'm talking about is wind, rain, sun in your eyes. We've all heard that excuse, the sun was in my eyes. Well, interestingly enough, more shots are missed into the sun in golf than any other natural element. Shots into the sun are the most difficult to pull off. A couple of things that you need to be aware of when you're playing into the sun, and it happens a lot of times, obviously, late in the evening. Shorten your swing up. Make sure that you get the face of the club on the ball. Slow your swing down. Choose a club that's going to enable you to minimize the miss that's created by a poor shot. Do these things. I promise you, you'll hit more good shots into the sun. Thank you. For more on hitting those tough shots, check out the website, tdgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. My partner, Jay Ritchie, on the road with the Air Force hockey team, which came up just short last night of qualifying for the NCAA Frozen Four, falling to Harvard 3-2. to um, If you have been online at any time in 2017, or if you've watched the Golf Channel for more than maybe 90 minutes at a time, you've probably seen an ad for the new C3i wedge. This is a new wedge design that is uh, really uh, something that beneficial that could really improve your game, especially 
uh, out of the bunker and on tight lies and to come on today to talk to us about this revolutionary uh, new wedge is four-time PGA Tour winner and one of the players that has actually shot a 59 on tour, Chip Beck, with us today. Good morning, Chip. How are you doing? Good morning, Jerry. I, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> Try, trying to get through another fun morning here. We've actually got uh, some rain that was not forecast, but that's how things go sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm, how I'm are you Florida. doing? You know, it, we're having a day of about 80, 85 degrees today. It's beautiful. Uh, oh, just <laughs> the standard uh, mid-spring uh, weather down there for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this new wedge. You're sort of, a, I guess, uh, a spokesman, uh, which is how I sort of described you when I opened the show here. Uh, you're the host of the uh, online video that that is on the C3i website. Um, how did you get involved with this, and, and what about this club did you see that made you want to sign on and be part of this new deal here? Well, you know, uh, Taylor Golf out of Oklahoma City is the company that called me through my management group. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of Ben Hogan's club called the Sure Out back in the, I guess, when he was sitting around the <laughs> Shady Oaks kind of watching everybody, couldn't get out of bunkers. He said, you know what, I'm, I've got to fix up. And I've got to make a club that people can get out of that bunker. And so he built this club called the Sure Out. And I remember it as a kid in the early, in the mid-60s, you know. And uh, I think every member at Shady Oaks had a Sure Out. But that's similar to what this club, the C3I, is. It's kind of fascinating. It's yeah, just, it really uh, big flange. You can't, you can't have hit it fat, you know. It just plops it right out. One of the things it's quite interesting. So that's how I got started with it. I like the I like the concept of helping people get out of bunkers, and um, you know I, I've been aware of this company anyway. So there's a lot of nice people, and they do a lot of that, uh, you know, selling over the over the internet and over the um, the golf channel. So they're like experts at that. So they can make you look pretty good <laughs> that's doing right. all that. Certainly, a short game is something that uh, you know anybody can use some improvement in, and, and it is maybe uh, you know a lot of people spend a lot of money on brand new drivers and stuff, which may or may not improve their game. But if you can save some shots on or around the green, that's how you're that's how you're going to get uh, better uh, more quickly. Uh, some of the features that this club has, it's it's got a really cool uh, red, white, and black look to it. Um, the sole uh, uh, is about twice as wide as your normal sole on any kind of wedge. Explain to us why that is a big deal. Well, what the sole will do, they call it the bounce. It actually makes the club skid through grass, bunker, rough, whatever it might be. It'll just skip right through without digging in. Normally, a golf club without bounce, like you say your 9-iron, for instance, that has very little bounce it will tend to dig, and it'll just dig deeper and leave the ball in the bunker. That's what happens. But if you hit it a little bit heavy and you take your normal swing and you're, you've got the forward lean on the shaft, you hit down on it really hard like you're told to do, the, uh, the C3I will actually get it through the sand and up in the air, even if you miss hit the ball. Surprising how many people, like I'll say, hit an inch or two behind the ball. All right, so hit right here, one inch behind the ball. And they'll hit three and four inches behind the ball, or they'll hit the ball. So with with the uh, C3I, it just actually if you hit three, four, 
two inches behind the ball, it'll still get out. <laughs> so it's really kind of fascinating. So it's yeah. a definitely. I mean, like one of the members at Gray Oaks, where I teach in the um, in the uh, in the winter here in Florida, he's a chip I bought one. First shot I hit went right in the hole. <laughs> I've been looking for that shot ever since. So it's <laughs> kind of funny, you know. Think funny things happen, but I'm, it's been fun being involved with it. Yeah, the uh, according to to, to 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 what I found online here too, um, the shape of of the club itself it, it's beveled a little differently along the edge, and and it's shaved down sort of more towards the heel. Both those are gonna help prevent you from digging in uh, with the club, whether you're in sand or rough or whatever. Is that right? That's right. It does have a more traditional look to it. And it has a little offset, but not a, a major amount. And it, it does. It tends to look traditional in style. So some of the clubs that have come out, like the Sure Out, like the C3I, they're, they're like, um, they look kind of odd. They look like an Easter egg almost, some of the clubs that come out to try to do the same thing. So this is more traditional in style. And, you know, it, it does tend to more, it, it works more traditionally when you just, set it up at the target, and make your normal swing to the target. I think that's why people really like more loft. When they came out with the 60-degree lob shots or wedge, wedges that would just, you know, 64 degrees loft like Callaway has now with Phil Mickelson. I mean, that's a lot of loft. But, yet, I mean, it looks like you can hit it over your head, and you can. So when you add a, when you add bounce to it, like C3I has 64 degrees loft, but you add bounce, and you can hit it over right up out of any hard bunker like in Arizona or where you have to get the ball up real high and quick like a lot of PGA Tour courses. So it's kind of a cool club for that. Right. And um, one of the things that uh, a lot of people have trouble, I think, in bunkers or in any sort of uh, situation where, where they don't have much green to work with, let's say, uh, they want to open up their club, stand a little different, and that's hard for a lot of people to do because they probably don't practice that a lot. Uh, the C3I, according to what I'm uh, seeing in everything here, allows you to take more of a traditional stance. Um, why is that, and, and and is that the, the the biggest you know factor in why this can help you? Well, most amateurs. What happens is, especially beginners and high handicappers, they never learn to swing left and the ball goes right. It's hard to do that. It's hard to conceive of it. Feel like you're swinging, you know, ten degrees left and the ball goes out to the right towards the target. Even though the, most got, most golfers actually slice it, you know, where they're swinging left and the ball goes right off their tee ball. Yes. <laughs> but they can't conceptualize that with the short irons and with the irons. That well, I'm gonna aim it there and I'm gonna hit it there. And so with this club, like any high lofted club, it works better in this design to get it right out. So the flange really works for you, and you don't have to have it, you know, laid, the handle laid back, you know, where you're exposing the bounce on the shot, swinging left, and all those kind of factors that people learn to do, you know, just playing a lot of golf. So I guess today it's it's more like a, it's it's a club that'll help you, and you don't have to practice as much. So that's the good news. <laughs> and 
and that's all we want. Is, and that's all we want is good news, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Chip want quick uh, fixes, you know. People want quick fixes. That's just the way life is today. Boy, they, that, that is... They don't have that, the time to play and practice like we did as kids, you know? Uh, you'll you'll see a video that Chip hosts with, with some amateurs. I, I believe they went to a couple of uh, courses in in Arizona to film this. Uh, Chip, did did the results that you uh, found with these guys kind of uh, meet the expectations you all went in with it? Well, it was pretty surprising. Um, you can never think that somebody's going to get out automatically, and with amateurs, you never know what you're going to get as far as hand-eye coordination and. So it was pretty amazing. You know, they just had members sign up if they wanted to come try it. And so we, we filmed, I mean, we, we filmed relatively few people, probably total of maybe, uh, 10 people max. That's not very many. Yeah. And every one of them was able to get it out of the bunker, which, you know, that was, that was really pretty cool because there were all different levels of players, you know, and, uh, handicaps. So. It was uh, quite surprising, I must admit, even for me, because I've never been in a, in a blind, like, draw like that, trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to film this. But they, you know, Tim Euler and his group, Taylor Golf, they just know how to do it out of Oklahoma. I don't still understand how they do it. But you'll see them on the Golf Channel a lot. And I think they're working on a driver right now. So they, they, they want people to play better golf and they actually create clubs they think are the best on the market for that. So that's what that's what their goal is. Yeah, um did so. did these were most of these test subjects uh did most of them say that getting out of the sand was one of their biggest issues and I didn't see any women on video did were there some women in, as part of that as well? Uh you know there really weren't that many women which is kind of surprising but it, for whatever reason um the men only signed up, so I can't tell you why, but shame on us, right? We should have all kinds of people, juniors and women, right? You're no kidding. But it, was yeah. a, it was a fun process, believe me when I tell you that, because, like I said, I've never been around, you know, real hackers that <laughs> were, were telling you all their weaknesses in their game, and it was kind of funny. He said, oh, gosh, I hate this shot. I can't get out of this bunker, and then sure enough, He'd knock it close to the hole. It's like, whoa, man, that's pretty. And so it kind of shocked them and me, you know. So it, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Chip, we'd be remiss if we didn't go back in your history a little bit. Um, we've had uh, Al Geiberger on the show, and, of course, he was the first uh, PGA Tour player to uh, shoot a 59. He can remember just about everything of that day, every shot, where he was, even, I think, how his breakfast went that morning. Uh, you were the next guy to do it 14 years later in 1991. <laughs> do, do you remember every detail of that day for you also? <laughs> Not really at all. You know, what I remembered was when I couldn't play at all, I was like, gosh, here I'm playing so poorly, I don't know if I can even break 80. What in the world am I doing? And, you know, I'd have nightmares at night trying to play the the, the, the tour back in, in my mid-40s, and it was like, oh, my gosh. And so I had visions of what I actually did when I played and the shots that won the, won the million dollars for me that day. And it was like, oh, gosh, yeah, that's you play in your imagination. Because I remembered stepping up on the 17th tee, and my caddy, Dave Woosley, was a guy that, 
you know, he's a University of North Carolina graduate. They got the Tar Heels playing tonight, so I had to mention old Dave. But there you go. <laughs> Dave was a great caddy. He caddied for me in the Ryder Cup when I beat Ian Woosnam. And he was just a special guy that loved golf. And he was he was more like a chess player because I'd step up on the tee like at the Ryder Cup playing uh, in Woosnam and get to the 17th tee there with Payne Stewart and hit me on the back. Come on, Chip, you can do this. And i get up to the tee and Dave will say, Chip, you just laid up with a three wood. You hit it 210 yards. That was when the wind was blowing 30 miles an hour. He said, you have 209 yards to the hole. It's a it's a three wood. I said, Dave, give me that three wood. I knocked it right up over that flag and I beat it and lose it. Because that, that hole at the Ryder Cup, the 17th hole was a hole that, I mean, you remember Cal couldn't even get, get it on land. It was just such a crazy hole. And the wind was so strong, he couldn't hit a hook on that hole. It all right. was hard to find the, the green. So, anyways. Chip, all right. It's been great. I uh, wish we had more time, but we will keep in touch. Thank you for all the good information. Stay well. And uh, Tita Green will be back right after this. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. 
Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now, before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf. It's Tita Green, another hour just flying by. Not done yet. Here's Jerry looking at the tour. They've, uh, PGA Tour has moved to the East Coast at PGA National. Honda Classic, Ricky Fowler is our leader He's at 13 under. He's got a four-shot lead. He's not one with a three-third round lead. Did you know that? I didn't know that. 0 for 4. Every time he's won, he's come from behind in mm. the final round. So this will be interesting. Uh, Terrell Hatton from uh, England is second at minus 9. Then there's a group of five players at 7 under and then six more. No, 12 more wow. at 6 under. Yeah. So if Ricky stumbles at all, there's... 15 guys or more that could jump on in there. So it'll be interesting to see uh, coverage today on NBC. The LPGA event has completed there in Thailand at the Siam Country Club. Amy Yang with a couple of, uh, well, she shot 65, 66, 67, 68. Not in that order, but she's got a small straight going on if you've ever played (laughs) Yahtzee. (laughs) She finished minus 22, a five-shot win over Soyeon Yu, and Se Young Kim was third. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Big thank yous today to our guest, T.J. O'Clary. You just heard him from PGA.com. Be sure to get online, check out his great work that he does, not just with the Ryder Cup, but all of golf. Thanks to T.J. for taking the time. And to John Spitzer of the United States Golf Association. For more info on the driving distance study, go to the USGA website. That's USGA.org for more information. And that's pretty much going to do it for today's show. Good to be back with you, Jerry. We'll be together here for the next few weeks as my traveling is done for a while anyway and uh, thanks for joining us on the show today till next time hit them long hit them straight